Flo, what did you learn about birds in dental school? Now that I think about it, nothing at all. Exactly the same. Surprising, eh? But I found a solution. Paul at Crown Dental Birds takes care of everything burrow related. Ah, that explains why the birds at the practice are so good. I love that I've always got the same high quality birds neatly organised in my bird boxes, always ready for action. The box even has my name on it. That's the rotor system for you. They're also numbered so your nurse knows which one to hand you and restocking and reordering is easy. This must be pricey. It's surprisingly reasonable. Plus, Paul's birds last longer, so it's a no-brainer. Crown Dental Birds is the way to go. Why did you invest in the Navident Dynamic Navigation System? I really believe this is the future. It offers unbelievable accuracy and flexibility for us and our patients. I think it's only as good as the support, and we are so lucky that Rob provided the training and ongoing support that he has. Definitely. I spoke to his other customers before we went ahead, and they said he was exactly the same with them. Be it CBCT or digital radiography hardware or software, the dental imaging company is incredible. That explains why they are the authorised dealers for so many brands, such as Carestream, Marita, Der Dental, and more. Greetings dental professionals and enthusiasts. I'm Flo, a recent addition to the field, eager to absorb knowledge and advance in my career. And I'm Ali, a seasoned dentist with diverse experience from implants to lecturing to practice ownership and beyond. Welcome to Pearls, two generations in dentistry, where we explore the depth of dental expertise. Join us for insightful discussions, stories, case studies, and a touch of dental humor. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or navigating the early years of practice, this podcast is a space where knowledge is passed down and shared. Pearls, two generations in dentistry, your source for dental pearls of wisdom. So Ali, how was your week? I've had a good week, thank you. It's been a little bit different. I had a week of organizing things so we have a really cool surgery that we're doing on Thursday and we have the opportunity to film it basically and with upcoming lectures and overhauls to our website we need some footage of our cool new equipment and so the perfect patient came in who needs five implants that are in different sites he's a really nice guy we're going to use different drilling protocols for all of them, different implant designs. This was all pre-planned and use Navident. And we thought, why not film it? So I've been speaking to Navident and Southern Implants about how we can work together. And we had only a week or two to get this plan together and to get someone who knows how to film surgery in to look at all of this. So it's been busy, but really cool. And that's what's happening on, on Thursday. Cool. How do you find someone? Who knows how to film surgery? Well, we've known this uh, photographer and videographer for a long time, Simon. He He's done our, our videos on our website and every year he does our practice photos, but he just happened to be a patient once. And that's how all the best people I know I've met that I get along with. Um, so we were lucky. And Simon has a really diverse portfolio 
um, from photographing royals to doing uh, videos on all sorts of things. So yeah, he's really excited as well. That's really that's really cool. Yeah. Fab. How's your week been? Well, I have had an interesting week. I had a my general checkup uh, this week from um, the lovely Dr. Hannah Crow, and we found my wisdom teeth were impacted. So you very kindly um, did a CBCT on me, and I have some very um, awkward wisdom teeth, to say the least. Yes. So um, I'm looking forward to what's to come with them. So how how did it feel being the patient in this scenario and seeing your wisdom teeth impacted and your roots going into your ID canal? I think, I mean, definitely in Hannah's hands, having my checkup done, it's, I mean, she's wonderful, so gentle, but it really does highlight, I think, it's really important to be the patient sometimes. Yeah. So you see sort of the other side of it. I think it's really hard in general in dentistry. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I've had very little dental treatment, really, if any. Um, and I sometimes feel that, that it's a bit of a block because you can't then fully empathise with someone in a situation. Um, and I'm not saying all of us need to have all of our teeth taken out and dentures put in so we know what that feels like. But um, but it, it it's good, I think, to sometimes just be, be on that other side for certain things so that you, you can see sort of what a patient is going through definitely finding out where my wisdom teeth were sitting and my brain was going oh no god um but, but we have a plan we do have a plan um you're gonna be a guinea pig i am gonna be a guinea pig <laughs> i feel like that's my um my life in general i continuously am a i'm a little bit of a guinea pig i was a guinea pig being a mentee this year and yeah it's just yeah. a yeah it should be my um my little mascot, little guinea pig there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the thing is, it's all about um, when you're aware of the situation that you're the guinea pig, it's very different to being experimented on. And we're going to use you as a guinea pig for kind of a proof of concept, aren't we? So mm -hmm. we have Navident. We have a Pizomed from WNH. And Navident can direct cuts with a Piso. And... The WNH Piso has the capability of cutting through teeth. And if we're going to do a coronectomy, we can mm -hmm. plan it very precisely and carry it out. Um, it's just, I, this might have been done elsewhere, but because we haven't done it before, we need to work our way towards it, plan the logistics, and then see if this is our new protocol for coronectomies. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. What, um, what are you most worried about? Um, well, I am a little bit of an anxious patient I had quite a large needle phobia that I have slowly built up and I'm sort of overcoming but um, I have previously fainted while having different treatment done sort of like a mole removal and stuff so um, I thought yes. of you because there was um, someone posted on the four dentists by dentist group over the weekend about having a, removing a tooth on a friend who is a dentist and their friend uh, works with hypnosis a lot mm. and self hypnotized, no local anesthetic for a surgical extraction. And I thought, surely you can just acupuncture your way through this. <laughs> um, 
I wish it was that. I definitely will be doing some acupuncture on myself before before going in. Um, so you'll have to navigate around some of my little acupuncture needles that I'll have. Um, but yeah, I'm. I I think the difference is, is that I completely trust you, and I know sort of. I know I am a guinea pig, but that what we're doing it's it's so well control. It'll be so well controlled and planned um, that yeah, I'm not. I'm not ultimately worried. Just on the day, I might be a little bit like. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. When I had to have LA for my operate, I I was nervous, and mm. I was saying to Zara, my wife who's taking it out please be gentle and I realize that we do this every day so it's mm. ironic um, but on a lighter note we shared a, a good day then on on Saturday mm. yeah we had our annual Christmas party yes which I was less than happy about the location for <laughs> right so let, let me say this because you won't so we went to pasture which is in my opinion, probably the best steak restaurant in Cardiff. And uh, I I have to say credit to Alex, who's our practice manager, for choosing a place with what I think was great food, probably the best food I've had at a Christmas party. But um, this was uh, presented you with a dilemma. Yes. So for anyone that doesn't know, I am a vegan. I've been veggie my whole life and I've been vegan for the past five years. I am vegan on multiple grounds for mainly mainly the environment um, but also for animals um, and and health reasons as well. Um, I actually met a, a fellow vegan at my running club last night who said that it's a you're an elevated being being a vegan you've uh, taken that next step in the evolution which I quite like and I'm going to start using I think <laughs> I think that's going to buy you lots of friends and support <laughs> yeah. yes I am an elevated being and I, I am, am vegan <laughs> um, no I'm, I'm not going to start using that <laughs> one um, so I was a bit I was conflicted when um, Alex our practice manager told told me that we were going to be uh, sorry going to pasture there um, and I did um and ah as to whether I felt comfortable going and it's not it's not so much about being because um, I appreciate basically we go to pubs in general that serve meat it's more supporting a company that's sole sort of reason is um, steak and particularly as it's the worst food environmentally I felt very conflicted about going. So what made you decide to come in the end? I think, uh, well I actually ended up speaking to a few different vegan friends of mine and getting their opinions um, and all of them said that I should go, which I'm not saying that I have to be told whether I should or shouldn't go um, but it did make me feel sort of a little bit better uh, Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't be shunned by my (laughs) community Um, but ultimately I think it is it's so important sort of spending time with your team um, and sort of creating those memories I think even sort of pasture aside there is a side to me that sort of struggles with sort of anything sort of around that whole Christmas time it's very much this now consumer holiday which again 
I'm Sorry, I just to let everyone know, says the lady wearing the Santa Claus earrings, but carry on. <laughs> These were a secret Santa present from last Christmas. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> if I'm given something, I do use it. Um, I, I, I love Christmas, but I like I like the idea of sort of being present rather than giving presents. Um, and w- that's w- the... Which is a really nice way of saying it. And actually, from, from our perspective as a team... Um, everyone being there was really nice Mm. I think that uh, the intangibles to being part of a successful team we have to want each other to succeed and it's a really strange Mm -hmm. thing being being indifferent to someone on a team because you either don't know them or don't agree with them or whatever it is is it it impacts how our work dynamics go and I think um, I think also you would have been really missed and it was really nice that you decided to come but having said that is it fair to say that you were a little bit uncomfortable whilst you were there yes <laughs> yes i um yes it took me a little bit to sort of get in uh i think get into the spirit of it um i definitely was on edge um certainly for the first sort of half an hour of being there in that environment yeah I think in the environment um and I did sort of have to have a word myself and be like you need to sort of enjoy this more like it's very lovely as well that um you were treating us to to such a to such a nice meal um so yes it it was it was a tricky one for me but so we've got two camps in in the practice we've got Flo on her own in one camp saying (laughs) that wasn't the most pleasant experience and everyone else going that's the best food I've ever had let's do it again next year so what is our agreement um, to try to find a fair resolution well I mean in my mind um, I think we uh, go to a vegan restaurant next year to atone for the sins of, <laughs> of a steak restaurant um, but no in in all seriousness it would be nice I think to maybe find see if we could find somewhere that sort of caters a little bit more for everyone i appreciate they they had vegan food there um but potentially i don't know finding a slightly more sustainable restaurant would be and and my side of this is i love food Mm. and what i've said and I, i i think this is fair but you know listeners might disagree is that if Flo finds a place that she thinks would tick a lot of boxes, I want to go eat there with her. And if the food is great, because really at the end of the day, um, I'm not going to factor in all the other things. Basically, it's got to win on the food. And if the food is great, it's there for next year. So challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Although I may have to eat my words later on. Um... <laughs> Are your words vegan? <laughs> Well, pardon the pun, but now to get into the real meat of the episode, um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about dental awards. So for a little bit of background, Ali, what awards have you won in the past? So recently, I kind of feel like I need to start at the beginning with this because I was mentored in practices that said, oh, we don't bother with awards. And that made sense to me. And they used to say things like, you only win if you buy a table 
which is very expensive and no one really knows what we do or why we do it and it's not easy to communicate. And I agree with all of this and I never really bothered with any of these things. And when we opened this practice three years ago, it became a necessity. Um, and it became a necessity because our marketing team, who if you have a team that you hire to do something, uh, they're the expertise and their expertise was saying that we need to put ourselves out there. And the first year that we entered any awards, uh, we made it as finalists, which is really nice, but we didn't get anywhere near winning anything. And I was really disappointed. Mm. And I felt like either the system was unfair or I wasn't good enough. And it's all the things that I promised I'd never uh, give uh, weight to with uh, with awards. But it's an emotional thing. You know, we, we are... We are bred to compete through the school system and through dental school, which I think is less now with your generation than it was with ours. But um, that's a that's maybe a debate for another day. But the point is, recently, so last year, we won um, best implant practice in the South. We won, I honestly don't know, which is the weirdest thing. It meant so much. I've won Young Dentist with the probe and with dentistry, FMC, this year. We won Best Implant Practice at the Clinical Dentistry Awards with FMC last year and this year. We, you were highly, I say you were, the practice was highly commended for sustainability, but that was very much you. And I think that actually meant a lot. And it's weird that I can't remember exactly what's happened because somewhere in between feeling like these awards are a, a scam for some reason, to actually winning things, I realized that I can't let these awards define us for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm going off on a monologue here, but I feel very strongly about this because it would be such a shame if someone out there is applying for awards and feeling like I felt the first year and then it having consequences because these awards, they're there to help you reflect. No one stands over your shoulder and watches you work. So we've won a few things, but how I think about the awards is very different now. That's very, that's very fair. Why do you use Southern Implants? So many reasons, but it's all about using site-specific implants to our advantage. What does that mean? We can reduce the indication for zygomatic implants with soft bone pterygoid implants, which take five minutes to place, and max implants into immediate molar sites to reduce cantilever. I think the coaxis implants are incredible. I agree. Did you know that 38% of Southern Implant sales are coaxis? Which means you're compromising 38% of the time if our system doesn't allow angle correction at implant level. Southern Implant's advanced range is such an advantage. So why do you think they do matter? I think they matter because they're an opportunity to reflect. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. Every award we apply for, because you have to apply, this isn't someone heard about how good you are. Mm -hmm. You have to apply for awards. The, it's not about companies making money off of the application because the applications are cheap, but um, it's an opportunity to, to look at how you're working 
and at what changes you've made. And it's essentially a, a big picture audit opportunity. And that I think has been very helpful for the practice and for myself personally. So what, what, what do you think was the big sort of change in how you sort of applied for those awards between that first one and then sort of this year? where there's been a string of wins. <laughs> so um, you have to do the things that make you a good practice mm -hmm. or a good clinician. You have to have good cases. You have to run the place well, but you have to learn how to write an application. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to present what you're doing. And that essentially, that's what we do when we present a treatment plan to a patient. You're, you're summarizing something in a way that uh, showcases it. It's, it's obviously a different in so many ways, but um, learning how to apply for awards <laughs> is, I think, a totally different skill. Yes. Do you, do you think patients appreciate that? Or do you think they're very easily sort of won over by best young dentist in South Wales? I mean, best young dentist is not helpful to what I'm trying to do. That was that was purely for ego because it meant so much to me before that I really wanted to win it now. But I can't market it because my patients, I just do implants. They don't want a young dentist, mm. right? So thank you for calling me young, but <laughs> it's it's not actually helpful. From, from, from the practice's perspective, it is helpful, but it's a double-edged sword because once you win awards, you attract the type of people that want awards, which might be people who want substance, but it might be people who want style over substance. It's the same as having a beautiful practice. The problem is you then get people who want that. I always said, you know, some of the happiest and best clinicians are working out of a hole in the wall and they're really successful because their patients are going to them for their skill. It's the same way when we go to Italy, we go find someone's grandma cooking out of a cave because that's the best food you're going to have, right? <laughs> I hope not in a cave. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a little, a little doorway that isn't on the main squares. It's the same concept. So mm -hmm. um, it is important, especially as a squat practice, to gain some momentum and to have something to market with. But it's certainly not the be-all and end-all. Yeah. I must admit, um, for, for anyone listening, um, I still remember the first time I walked into, into the practice and the behind the reception you've got a lovely display of of the awards that have been won i will put a picture up on our instagram um so people can have a little look but i was very um even as someone who i was coming for a for an interview i was sort of very won over by that and impressed even okay. though i know even at, yeah at the time i sort of i knew they weren't absolutely everything having an award but i do think it is it looks impressive, at least having having those awards up. I'll be honest, if I walked in for an interview and someone had that, that would put me off working there. That, that's how <laughs> I would have felt job, a few years ago. Yeah. No, no, no. And it's funny, isn't it? it mm. What these awards mean to all of us depends on, on, our, on what we've heard about them. Because I had heard it's about buying a table and all, the, all of those things. I think um, I would have been put off by it. But I have to say, the first year where... I applied, didn't win anything, felt hard done by. I phoned a friend and my friend was a judge for some of these awards. And I said, oh, it's just whatever it is, nepotism or they've bought the award or whatever it is. 
And my friend was like, no, I'm a judge and I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my, I wouldn't sell my integrity like that. And he said, look, the people who have won deserve to win. So maybe you need to think about what you could do better, which was actually really honest and direct in what I needed to hear. And really unfair of me on the others. So I would have, I, I had bought very expensive tickets for the, the dinners and I thought that's what buys you an award, but um, it's proven that the awards that we haven't been able to attend are ones where we've won as well. So understanding that there's cre some credibility in the system, not for your clinical work, but for someone objectively looking at these applications, it made me feel differently about the awards and understanding that it's not a judgment of you as a person or as a clinician, it's a judgment of your ability to present yourself well it means that I don't let the awards define us, good or bad. Mm. But the process is what I respect because it's helped us make changes in the practice that have made us better. Do you, off the top of your head, do you have one change that you can sort of think of that you've really noticed from doing those awards? Yeah, so I think this is a really nice one. I mean, we always had charitable aims for the practice in the long run. But the thing about having a squat practice is it's it's day to day you're surviving and it's wouldn't have been something that we would have found a way to implement so soon and essentially one of the criteria was doing charity work and when we spoke to the team about the criteria for the award one of our nurses was saying actually there's something I really want to do my mom works at the main hospital and at Christmas time they're short of oral health supplies and she came up with fundraising and a way to do off this and it started a, a pattern of charitable work within the practice that started off because of the awards but it's carried on because it's part of who we are and I know that's not clinical but it's made us better it's made us a better team it's made us a better part of the community that's really that's really lovely yeah um so you did mention before about going to some award shows do you think it's worth going to award shows? So that's a that's a difficult question because I think it depends what you want out of these out of going to these award shows. So personally, I haven't enjoyed them. And we've been with our team, so I've had the company and the reason I haven't enjoyed it is because with a young family, I don't get much time with the team. So going somewhere if there's loud music playing and the focus is on a show I don't get to actually spend time with everyone from the practices perspective we're in Cardiff and all the awards shows are not in Cardiff and what that means is we're having to travel to stay somewhere I wouldn't want to go alone that's no fun and by the time we take the whole team out and you factor in travel and accommodation and then dinner tickets it's a huge chunk of money for a business that is trying to put all of our resources into our patients and our team. Um, so that's not to say it's not worth going. I know people who have the best night out when they go to these awards shows. It's just that for me, maybe at this stage of my life or at this stage of the practice, it maybe hasn't been something that I've enjoyed. Fair. I think, I, I mean, I haven't actually been to one of these award um, shows, but I do when 
I was sitting watching all the Instagram stories from the, the dentistry one this year. Um, very, obviously very happy that we won the, well, we got highly commended in the Sustainable Business Award. Um, but I did feel quite conflicted that they're sort of promoting having sustainable business and these award shows are definitely not on the sustainable end of things. Um, and that felt, um, yes, I felt very conflicted then sort of watching that. I think I think it's really important to have fun. I don't think um, you can't sort of not have fun by leading a more sustainable lifestyle. But I do wonder if we go towards sort of a more sustainable model, if sort of award shows as they are now would have a would have a place. I think it, I think it's it's a fair point and actually it worked quite well over Zoom in COVID mm. where that's how they had the awards ceremonies but we also have to remember that there are companies within dentistry that need to make their money too and I don't think it's unfair to say that a big part of throwing a big party is to make money but actually people want a big party so it ticks a lot of boxes but I agree and you know we have to say what do awards mean? What do they mean to having a sustainable award? Should there be uh, more pressure on being sustainable? Uh, I would say that's fair. You almost feel like it's a bit duplicitous, don't you? When yes, it's like that's, that. that's the word, really good word. That's definitely a word I was looking for there. Um, yes, it's yeah, so it's definitely an area that's a bit torn I, I think that with any event like that there's always a lot of waste sort of afterwards you've got people traveling a long way and travel is the biggest sort of um, culprit for climate change in dentistry so anywhere you can sort of limit travel is going to be um, beneficial and I hate traveling so I'm all, <laughs> I'm all on board with that yeah absolutely fair enough um but as you mentioned, one of the lovely things with an award show is bringing that team together. It's I said the same with the Christmas party. Um, do you think that's probably one of the, the best things then about an award show? Yes, but uh, but if that's what your team needs, sometimes the team needs a blowout. Sometimes mm. you need music and a few drinks and you're in a place. We have lots of young families in our practice you know people are leaving their little children for a weekend um people if they have time they want to do something that is spending time with people so yes i i agree sometimes you need that and i think also if it if a practice has had a very difficult year for any reason you know you might there's practices that have won most improved who have been through uh renovations and takeovers and just difficult circumstances i think you should celebrate that I think maybe personally I'm guilty of not celebrating things because there's always the next thing to work towards mm. um, and I think maybe that's unfair on the team and their achievements in that time and it gets forgotten so um, maybe we need to rethink some sort of celebration when these good things happen even if it's then something something local yeah um, yeah totally that'd be yeah a really nice way to sort of then still celebrate everyone's achievements because I think even though it is sort of the clinicians that write the applications for the awards, it's very much the whole team that is part of bringing everything that you're writing about. Yeah, together. that's so important. I, I 
I'm sure we will at some point do an episode on team, but I think personally, I'm so dependent on everyone around me. And I think that's the best way to work. It's, it's the fruits of everyone's labor. Mm. And especially the way we run our practice, we couldn't do it without every single person. So yeah, absolutely. Ali, can you name everything we have in the practice that is made by WNH? Off the top of my head, my implant motor, the piezomed module that attaches to it, my implant hand pieces, all of our speed increasing and turbine hand pieces, as well as our sterilizing equipment. It's really nice kit that looks really sleek. I assume you chose it to match the aesthetics of the practice. That's a lovely added bonus, but actually WNH is an Austrian company known for high quality instruments and optimal hygiene. Studies show that patients care most about hygiene, so it was a no brainer. I guess Caroline and the whole UK team being so supportive is another added bonus. Absolutely, they provide incredible support. They don't sell direct to dental practices. We buy their kit through dental suppliers, so they provide great support without ever selling. That's true support. So I have a few questions um, from some of our listeners. First one is, which um, award do you think was the easiest to apply for, if any? Apply for or win? Is that what they're asking? Ooh, um, well, both. I mean, the thing is, it takes ages to write these applications. It takes a lot of work. You know this. I've, I've sat on holiday for a week and written awards before, and it's a lot of hard work. So honestly... You could write a sentence and send it in. You're not going to get anywhere near the award. So uh, there isn't an easy one to apply for. In terms of winning, it's kind of luck of the draw, isn't it? Like we've we've come up... If you're the only one that applies in a category, you're going to win it. Um, I wouldn't think about it like that. I think the the key to applying for these awards is not to be strategic but to pick a category that both means something to you and is really honest with what you have achieved if that makes sense so whatever you've worked hard at that's the category you should go for fair enough the next question do you have a favorite award sort of one that you're most proud of winning yeah last year the clinical dentistry awards when we won best implant practice in the south um that meant a lot because I felt like we had really earned that. We had worked really hard to be an implant practice and um, it was uh, almost a moment of the first moment since we've had the practice of being like, oh, you know what? We've worked really hard and we deserve this. So it's not the, it's not important because we can put it up on the wall. It was important because it, it meant something personally for the journey we had been through. I like I like I like that answer. Um, my personal answer would be the Sustainable uh, Dentistry Award. <laughs> I'm only picking from one. So. <laughs> no, no, but also that's really important because the ones that mean something to you will mean the most, right? And you've not just worked hard for that award, but you've it's it the the sustainable part has meant so much to you. You didn't do the things you did around the practice to tick boxes for an award. You've done them because you believe in them. And that's why the award means so much at the end of it. 
Yeah. And it, again, as you talked about reflection, it is, I think, really important to then reflect on why they mean so much as well as reflecting on when you're doing it, sort of the changes that have been made and sort of further changes that that need to be made. Um, Actually, sorry, I was going to say a couple of years ago, we applied for the best website, which patients don't care if you have the best website. They're not like, oh, you won an award for best website. The reason we applied for that award is because we worked with a, a website developer who was really passionate. He worked really hard on the project. He went over and above. Shabazz, such a nice guy. And we applied for that for him and we were highly commended and it meant a lot to him. So what we also have to remember is there are team members that awards will mean a lot to. There's marketing, there's reflection, there's audit, there's making your team feel appreciated. There's so many reasons to apply that I think the awards actually have a really important place in our industry now. What a lovely way to, to sum it up there. Thank you um, everyone for writing in. If um, you have any questions at all for us, please send us um, a DM um, to our Instagram at Pearl's Dental Podcast. Um, that's it from us today. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Ali, for answering all of my questions. Thank you, Flo. And um, tune in next time to hear some more Pearls of Wisdom. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Pearls, Two Generations in Dentistry. We hope you found our insights valuable and our stories engaging. Remember, we're here every week with new pearls of wisdom. We'd love to hear from you. Any feedback or suggestions for future topics, head to our Instagram, at Pearls Dental Podcast. Join the conversation and let's keep elevating the world of dentistry together. Until next time, this is Pearls, Two Generations in Dentistry your go-to weekly dental podcast. This podcast is produced by Dr. Flo King.